Michael Jackson, we missed the laugh. Why do they take the laugh out, Vinny? Uh, Michael Jackson's thriller on SAFM. Let's talk golf. Speaking of thrillers, uh, although at the moment a little bit lopsided, one man leading by five strokes, Scotty Scheffler on eight under par. Let's talk to South African professional golfer Dale Hayes. Dale, good chatting to you again. It seems like we only talk during the Masters. What's been happening out at Augusta? Well, you know, as usual, this is the start of, of the real golf of the year. <laughs> starts with the Masters in April and then goes on to the other major championships. And, you know, Augusta National is just so beautiful, mm. you know, on television that, you know, I, I hope and I think that a lot of non-golfers even sit and watch and just watch just because it's so pretty. And you see some wonderful golfers, some exciting golf as well. Yeah, I was just watching a little bit today, this, the second hole, and uh, I can't remember which golfer it was, was in, a, in the fairway bunker, which was pristine white, and the grass is perfectly green. It looks like a carpet. They must spend a fortune on that golf course. They do. You know, it's, it's the wealthiest club, never mind golf club. It's the wealthiest club in the world. Right. And, uh, you know, the, the Masters is owned by the club. So they own the television rights. They own everything to do with the tournament. And, uh, you know, they just make an absolute fortune out of the tournament. So, you know, money isn't an issue for them. They uh, um, Recently, they went and bought a, a whole lot of ground around the golf course to, to make, try, and, try and build more areas for spectators to, to sit and to be entertained at the tournament. Mm. You know, and they, spent, they spent in excess of $50 million. So, you know, money is is really, no, you know, no problem. So they, they have a greenkeeper on every single hole on that golf course when the tournament oh, wow. They bring yeah. in greenkeepers from all the other golf clubs and they allocate one greenkeeper and all his, and staff mm -hmm. to every single hole. That's no, phenomenal. Uh, you, you mentioned spectators. I want to talk about some of the idiots, some of the little bits of strangeness at the Masters. They're called patrons. The caddies wear the overalls. It's a strange little event that happens, isn't it? You know, it's a, Masters is, is quite incredible. Firstly, as you say, you know, every caddy has to wear those white overalls. Um, and it wasn't, it wasn't until the 80s. In the 80s, you had to use an Augusta caddy. Oh, wow. You know, you weren't allowed to bring your own caddy to Augusta. And it, it changed during the 80s. Eventually, they changed and they said you could bring your own caddy. The other thing that's quite neat about Augusta is that... Um, you know, the type of people that are members there, Bill Gates is a member there, Warren Buffett is a member there, and, and many other very wealthy people who don't live in Augusta. They live all over the world, these people, and they're members of Augusta. And, of course, a couple of times a year, they'll take their friends to play golf there. And when they do that, of course, they want to drink their own special wine, the wine that they like. <laughs> so what they do is they ship in a whole lot of wine, and then they die. But the wine stays at the club. So down below in the cellar, they yeah. have got they've got one of the the best selections of oh. wine in the world. That's down in that cellar. It is an absolute mind blow to walk around the cellar and look at the wine that they've got. You know, yeah. obviously, I know a few South African wines, a few South African wines, but these yeah. are these are the best of the of France, the best of Italy, the best of of everywhere. Are down in the cellar below the cabas at Augusta. Uh, let and and the patrons. I, I was told once that they're not allowed to run. You know, you, you want to run, you want to be able to see Tiger Woods, you want to see the best players, but they have to walk. So there's this ridiculous master's walk. Absolutely, you've got to walk quickly. 
They, they have they have a, a security uh, company that that works at Augusta called the Pinkertons, mm-hmm. and they're kind of everywhere. It's amazing. I mean, as soon as anybody starts running, there's a Pinkerton guy there, and he'll just put his hand on your shoulder and say, "Just you know, calm down. Just we don't like you to run. Just go and walk." There was a guy lying on the fairway once that I saw the Pinkerton mm-hmm. guy walk up to him and say to him, "Just sit up straight, please." <laughs> you know, so they they're very particular about those sort of things. Um, and and it shows, you know, the the, the galleries are incredibly respectful mm. of the players. Uh, um, I'm going back a hundred years. I played in the Masters one year, and on the 13th hole, I hit my drive, and it hit a guy on the head, on the fly. Okay, and I could hear it from the tee. It made such a noise, <laughs> and I thought I must have killed this person. Huh? And I ran, and that was the first time I'd run. I think since I was nine years old. <laughs> well. Maybe I didn't run. Maybe I just walked very quickly. <laughs> and when I got to uh, when I got to this guy, there was just blood everywhere. And you know, I was I mean, I was literally I was shaking. I was so worried about what was going on. And and eventually, that the med, 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 medical people came along and they put him in a, in a an ambulance and took him away. When I got to the 18th green, there he was with bandaged head. He looked like he came from Dubai or somewhere. Mm-hmm. He had this this bandage around his head, and he came up. And he said, please, could you sign and autograph the golf ball that you used to hit me? <laughs> and all I'm thinking is, are you okay? You know, <laughs> how do you feel? No, can I just have the golf ball? That's all I want. <laughs> so very different. Before we talk about the players, does it still give you goosebumps when you see Gary Player stand on the first as an honorary starter? Oh, absolutely. You know, you know Gary... Uh, was the first first non-American to ever win the Masters in 1961, and he's won it three times in total. So you know it's a phenomenal record, and they love him, Augusta. You know wherever Gary goes, he gets a standing ovation. It's it's actually I promise you, you just have to watch Gary walk around and see the the way the American people treat him, and you you'll actually get goosebumps. I promise you. Mm. You know, unfortunately in South Africa, we never saw Gary Player become the great champion that he, that he became because we never had television. Right. So Gary's tournaments that he won, the career that he, that, that he had, you know, was, was unseen by South Africans. So South Africans, I don't think, actually uh, um, understand just how good Gary Player was and, and what, a, you know, what a great champion he was. And in fact, the only two people that have won more tournaments and more majors than Gary Clay in modern times, and that's Jack Nicklaus and Tiger Woods. <laughs> Gary's number three. It's incredible. <laughs> so, yeah, yes, to answer your question, there was a long answer, but the answer is yes, very definitely. Yes. Uh, okay, you mentioned the man, Tiger Woods. Uh, car crash, he almost lost his legs. He's still out there. He's made the cut. Uh, the, the Americans obviously all over Tiger Woods. That's been the story of this year's Masters, uh, and certainly deserving, isn't it? You know, Tiger Woods is phenomenal. Um, I don't think there's ever been a, perhaps a sportsman, certainly not a golfer, that uh, has the strength of mind that Tiger Woods has. That, you know, he's able to come back from what he's come back from now, what he's come back from before, and, and come back to win. You know, he's, he's in golfing terms even, he's an old man now. Yeah. You know, he's, in, he's 46 years old, and he's going to come back and he's four shots behind second place right now. And he hasn't even come close to playing the golf that he knows he can play at Augusta today, even after this accident. So 
Don't write Tiger Woods off just yet. I mean, all that can hold him back is, is the fact that he can, he'll get tired and his mm. legs will start to hurt because that golf course is very heavy. So it's a very tough golf course to walk for him. And, you know, that I think is, is probably going to be the reason he doesn't win this, this week or doesn't sure. contend this week. Um, but, he, you know, he, don't write him off just yet. He's four shots behind second place. Okay, let's talk about the South Africans, Dale Hayes, if you don't mind. Charles Swatzel, five off the pace, but he's second. Christian Besaidnote is eight off the pace, but he's also only 16th. Plenty can happen. It's it's famous for, for big changes on day three and four, isn't it? Absolutely. And, and you know, Charles, I think when Charles goes to Augusta, he, he remembers just how well he did there when he won. And I think instantly he gets a huge boost of confidence. And he hasn't been playing his best golf over the little past little while. Mm. But I think he's obviously got a massive boost of confidence at Augusta. He loves he loves Augusta. He loves everything about it. You know, he grew up um, putting and, and when he was a kid, putting and saying, you know, I'm going to sink this putt to win at Augusta. I'm going to sink this putt <laughs> to, to win the Masters. And, and then it eventually came true for him. And whenever he goes back there, I think he just, you know, just goes into a different, a whole different mode. And, um, but I, I think, I think you know, Charles could be a factor over the next two days. I really think he could be a factor. Um, Christian Besaidin, he, he's an amazing guy. You know, he's got this the the stutter. So I don't know whether you mm. tried to call it an affliction. Um, it, it certainly, you know, I don't think bothers him that much anymore. But he, he he's such a good player, and you know, he, he's going to break through. There's no question. It's just a matter of when he breaks through. He will do, he will win in America. And he will win fairly soon. I reckon in the next couple of years, uh, Christian Bethesda is going to be a winner on the PGA Tour. So, you know, again, as you say, this could be his week. He could go out there and shoot two good scores and set the target in the clubhouse and, and end up being, being the winner. But I think Scotty Scheffler, who's leading at eight under par, I think it's going to be hard to... Mm. I really do. I think I don't think he's going to back off. I think he'll go out there today and shoot another good round and, and you know have a good lead going into the third round. But golf is a funny game. And it wasn't meant to be a funny game, but it is a funny game. <laughs> it's not called Amen Corner for nothing. So it, it's that's why right, it's there. Right? Right. Uh, I right. do want to talk I don't want to talk about there's Scotty Scheffler in front. He's American. Then you've got a South African, a Korean, a Northern Ireland, and then a Japanese, and then the next American. Do you think that's going to hurt a little bit? Are you hearing the commentators say, where, why, why are the internationals doing so well? Well, I think at the moment, I think it's 50-50. I think they're exactly the same amount of international players as American players who made the cut for the weekend. But yes, mm-hmm. the, the leaderboard is made up of a lot of international players. No, I don't think so. You know, at the moment, I mean, you turn on the TV, all you see is Woods. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know, I think a lot of people were hoping he'd miss the cut so they could see who else was playing. <laughs> oh, say, poor old Louis Wistes and actually played next to Tiger Woods. You didn't see him once. Yeah, terrible. It's, it really is. Uh, they are so biased. And, and you do feel like, uh, I don't know if it's a fact, but you, you kind of feel like South Africans don't get the coverage that they should get. None of mm-hmm. us have it. I mean, we've hardly seen Charles Swatzel. You know, it, it's crazy. But, um, you know, there are a lot of other players in this that, that can still win. You've got Dustin Johnson, who won mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. You've got um, Shane Lowry from Ireland, who won the Open Championship. And Shane Lowry is a great chipper. He's, and, you know, you are going to miss Greens in Augusta. 
So his chipping could be a big factor for him. Imagine if Hideki Matsuyama won again. Imagine if he won it twice in a row. How cool would that be? You know? I mean, they said that his win last year might be worth as much as a billion dollars to him. Wow. Okay? Imagine if he won two. (laughs) (laughs) He'd be up with your salary. Yeah, no, close. It's almost there. I'm just having a look. See, it's, it's what is it? Two. It was two million dollars just for the prize money alone. Forget all the other things that he gets. So it, it, you don't do too badly if you win the Masters. No, you don't do too badly. This year it's two point seven million to the winner. Yeah. yeah. The total prize money has gone up to fifteen million dollars. You know, it's <laughs> it, it's crazy. You know, when you when you think of what else is going on in the world, that mm. that. Uh, you can win that sort of money for any little white ball around the place. But, you know, clearly it's, it's, it's what the market dictates. Mm. And, uh, you know, television and all these things obviously, you know, put up huge amounts of money and they're able to pay this kind of prize money. But um, it, it's, that's, just a, that's just a very small percentage of what winning a Masters tournament is worth to a player. Dale Hayes, we need to leave it there. It's been an honor speaking to you. Good luck to you and enjoy the rest of your nights. I'm sure, watching golf until the early hours of the morning. Thank you. Cheers, I Thank you very much. Dale Hayes, thank you very much for joining us. The Masters on the go. Leaders tee off much, much later. Uh, in fact, in an hour and uh, hour and a half from now, Scotty Scheffler and Charles Swatzel will tee off. Uh, Christian Besaidner tees off in 10 minutes or so. He's on even par in 16th place. By the way, while we're talking about money, uh, the winner, as you heard, $2.7 million for the winner. Gary Player, when he last won the Masters in 1978, won $45,000. In 1978. Now that I think about it, that's in 1978. That was a lot of money. You could buy a house for forty-five thousand dollars. So it was it was a lot of money back then. But yeah, two point seven million dollars for hitting, as Dale Hayes says, hitting a little white ball around the golf course. Uh, you are there, SFM. We've got Two Oceans Marathon coming up. You're running the Two Oceans. Let us know how your preparations are going. And then uh, we'll talk tennis with Annette Duploy or Annette Van Sell, whichever you prefer. She received the ITF Award for Services to the Game. And we'll find out what that award means to her. She was a tennis player back in the 1960s, one of the top 10 females globally. Was And she won the French Open Mixed Doubles title as well. We'll talk to her. That's all coming up.